Hey guys, it's Vicky, of course. Welcome to the podcast. This is a podcast um, acknowledging and spreading awareness for people with BPD, borderline personality disorder. It's um, it's a mental disorder, obviously, um, from people who st- stems from trauma, um, people have experienced in their young adult years or you know any any time actually. Um, mainly younger years they've experienced trauma stems from that it's very understudied it's very complicated and it's very real (laughs) let me tell you it's like almost in comparison to bipolar disorder but it's not exactly because at least people with borderline personality disorder i'm sorry bipolar disorder they have i guess manic episodes and they have episodes where each um i guess mood swing can last for anywhere between 24 hours, two days, a week, months, even sometimes longer. People with BBD are a little bit on a faster track than that, okay? We experience mood swings by the minute. So, like, I could be cool with you one, like, right now, everything's fine, everything's great, and then a minute can pass, and I can be like, oh, wait, I'm fucking mad. Like, you know, it's like that. It's actually it's, it's like that. And when we get set off, when we get triggered, when we get mad, we tend to go zero to a hundred. Um... You know, we're just constantly bending, I guess, for ourselves. So that's a little, like, a little, little snippet of, like, what we're on. Um, I don't expect you to have a mental illness or disorder. This is for anybody wanting to learn more about it. Anybody wants to learn more about anything, like, you know, mental health. Um, anybody who wants to relate, even. I'm sure I can relate to, like, a normal person who doesn't have a disorder. Um, obviously, because disorders are just, they're symptoms of, like, what normal people have. They're just kind of inflamed or, like, um, exaggerated or aggravated, if you will. So, that being said, um, I get a lot of questions, like, I don't know, um, well, you have a mental illness. Is it extreme enough or does it count enough for you to get disability? Great question. Great question. I've honestly wondered that like a thousand times because I've been interested because we're gonna talk. About, we're gonna talk about people with um, our borderlines in the workplace. Okay, borderlines in the workplace are who knows? I don't know. I've never really heard any story of anybody with borderline person. Maybe because I haven't. I don't know. I didn't look it up. But like, I did recently though, so I have done my research. Um, but in times before, I've never heard of anybody. Um, complaining about being fired because they have borderline personality disorder. They're like, oh, you know, this place, I want to sue them because they wrongfully fired me because of my, my disability. I've never heard of anybody saying, yeah, I'm on disability because I have a mental illness. I have borderline personality disorder. I've never heard anybody say anything about borderline personality disorder ever, right? So, I mean, if you have, like I said, this message line is always open, always into hearing it, like what you guys have to say and think and feel. And I would love it if like some interaction happened That'd be really awesome for me and for you i would like to get your word out there too um so yeah so we're gonna go ahead and talk about um borderline personality disorder in the workplace um how you guys feel do you feel like those who are diagnosed do you feel like you would be able to hold a job have you hold how have you held a job has it been easy do you like what are your trials and tribulations like come on let me know um because i a borderline myself 
have been extremely unsuccessful holding work. And it is not that I have, you know, I'm incompetent. I'm competent. Thank you very much. That is not the point. It is basically, okay, so people with borderline personality disorder here are um, are emotionally unstable, right? So that being said, us being emotionally unstable are um, expected to hold a... We're expected to hold a certain level of stableness at our workplace, right? You can't just go into work in tears or like fuming about something or mad or upset, whatever. Um, we're also kind of like taking time bombs as well because there's a lot of constructive criticism in the workplace. You can always improve, right? And there are also other people like, um, I don't know, coworkers who either are going to be judgmental, jealous, not jealous but right may be helpful um sincere you know you can't really get personal i don't think we're coworkers because i think that's just a recipe for disaster in my opinion my experience but 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 i have borderline personality disorder so who's to say if my perception of that is really accurate you know because what happens is us borderlines get employed right the interview is a breeze because we tend to be able to be charmers um, and the, we can, we're, we're able to um, fake it till we make it. We pretty much can wear the part they want us to play during the interview. And so we can pretend like we're experts and get in. Once we get in, we love our job. It's so great. We can't wait to do this and that. You know, Monday's going to be awesome. Nine to five it. Let's do it. We go. Okay. A month or two passes and shit gets real, right? You have um, your coworkers. Um, giving you advice, left and right. Uh, your boss might want you to um, improve in some areas and aspects of the job that, you know, forgive yourself, you know, you're new still. And if you're not doing something right, it could have been the training, you just could have not picked it up. It's okay. No worries. But at the time when we're approached and depending on the wording of the person who's talking to you, because they don't know you have BPD. I'm assuming you didn't tell them. Um, I didn't. And um, you get to yourself. You start thinking, I do at least. I can speak for myself. Um, I tend to get to myself. People with borderline personality disorder are known to um, either hold a grudge, get emotional, have angry outbursts. Um, They'll just leave for the day, I guess. I've never, I've left for the day once, okay. Um, and then it turns into like this really awesome job, really great employee or coworkers, great boss, yada, yada, yada. It turns into like, um, they hate me, uh, everybody's against me there. They want me to quit. Um, they're sabotaging me in whatever way and it goes south. And then that's when we tend to lose our jobs. We either get fired or quit because at work we've either had an angry outburst or we're not applying ourselves because we're sulking and moping and, you know, bringing our emotions in. And, um, you know, it's a roller coaster. So that tends to be the biggest problem I've read about for people with BBD. Personal experience. Personal experience. Um, I tend to let my personal life get the best of me at work. I can't focus for the life of me. Um, I have a really hard time leaving my boyfriend at home alone um, for multiple reasons of my own. My own personal boundaries have been crossed. And I just 
feel like somehow I can prevent things from happening, and I can't. <sighs> Logically, I know that, but BPDB does not. <laughs> um, so I like to monitor things at home, I guess. And and when I'm at work, I'm at home because I'm on my phone, texting, calling, uh, watching videos. Like I'm like not there. I'm not there. And then um, time flies. You know, you get your your review back. Um, your what, six month evaluation and before you know it you're getting criticized for not being there and so in my head I'm like oh my gosh I'm here every day like what the heck like are you kidding me one of my employers said that I lied to them when I told them I was a fast learner oh my gosh I was in tears for the rest of the day I was like I was heartbroken and that's like one of the worst things anybody could ever say to me like I'm stupid like, I take it wrong. I'm my own worst critic. I know that. I If someone says something to me like that, I, like, amplify it times a thousand. And at the same time, I'm tripping on my boyfriend. And I'm pretty sure he's cheating on me. So. And then not top that off, people with borderline personality disorder, here's a fun fact. We get overwhelmed really easily. Like really easy everybody's different granted okay i'll give you that but let's say my son wants me to fix a toy of his i'm fixing it and then my boyfriend comes in and wants me to do the dishes and i'm like okay and then the dog starts barking oh my gosh this is it for me oh my gosh I, this is too much i can't take this i cannot take this and i'm like fuck your dishes Screw the toy. Dog, shut the fuck up. I'm in the bath like Anna. It's over, you know? It's over. One time, I was trying to vacuum because my son had made a mess on the floor. Full of crumbs. He's autistic. And um, they tend to do that. They tend to get the food everywhere but in the bowl in their mouth. So I'm about to vacuum, and my boyfriend loves vacuuming for some effing reason. Don't ask why. I have no idea, but he went to go vacuum, and or I went to go vacuum, and he comes out. You can't vacuum at this time. It's like one o'clock in the morning. We have, we are upstairs in a two-bed, two-story apartment complex, so there's somebody, like, lowest living. You can't do that. It's too late. And, like, I never clean, guys. I never clean. I stopped cleaning because my boyfriend's a narcissist and he's kind of like a perfectionist at the same time. He likes to clean. And so when he cleans, he likes to do things his way. And if I do it, he's just going to go back and do it all over again. It's really a headache. And so um, I just lost it because I'm like, I'm trying to clean here. I'm trying to do something you've asked me to do for so long. And you're going to tell me I can't? I can't? I cannot? Okay. So I get mad and I shut you not. I say, Fuck you! And I fucking, like, threw the fucking vacuum and throw it at him. But, like, aggressively handed it to him. And I walked in the bathroom, shut the door. I was done. I was fuming. Time passes. Like, an hour later, I hear the vacuum. Guys, are you fucking kidding me? I hear the vacuum. It's an hour later. An hour later. Which means when my late ass wanted to fucking do it an hour before, and it was too late. Oh, it's okay, guys. It's cool. He charge the other vacuum that's a little bit quieter than the other vacuum I was going to use and that's okay. Now just hearing that story, hearing me say it, does that not give you a headache? Because mine's throbbing right now.
in my life. <laughs> no, but, you know, things like that. So I can imagine in the workplace how that gets to be something we put, sign up for it on disability, um, for sure. Uh, it definitely conflicts with it. Um, but there is hope, guys. There is light at the end of the tunnel because I've also read there are people who have worked on themselves enough to be able to control it and make it something they can do and they can work and they've got a grip on themselves and how they're going to act. Which I condone. Condone. I give kudos to you. Honestly. That's got to be so hard, especially depending on what field you're going to be in and the people you're dealing with. Oh my gosh. Good for you. That is a whole other level of self-control that I have not yet experienced, obviously. I'm still here, so. But when I was researching it, I was expecting to find more stories, like, of people having a hard time or not. And there's a surprise. There's not a lot. So if you guys would help me and my movement, that would be awesome. Share with me your stories. Send me some messages. Whatever you can do on here. I'm not quite sure exactly what you're allowed to do. But any kind of way to communicate to me your story. If you want, I can keep it anonymous. If you want, I'll say your name. It doesn't matter. Just let me know. I just, I just need some of us to stand up here for a second. And be proud of our BPD. Okay? It sucks. And it's crappy. And people need to give us a, some a break. Alright? We've been through enough as it is. Because that's what got us here to begin with. So let's just come together and figure this out. Because I need to figure this out. But my BPD tells me that I'm alone. So <laughs> please, uh, let's all be friends, okay? I'm sure. Gosh, now I think about it. Could you imagine a friendship of people full of BPD? <laughs> oh my goodness. That would be very emotional and intense, I would imagine. People, oh my gosh. A whole group of, a whole gang of people with BPD. Hmm. Interesting thought, right? Very interesting. That's actually it, like... Sorry, I had to drink that. Um, so yeah. Um. Would I... See, and I don't like... I don't like working, honestly. Like, my pits all don't like working. I do like the payment. Honestly, I do. I love getting paid. And I love knowing that I earned it. But I just don't like getting up to go earn it. You know? I just can't. But the energy, you know, that's brings me to this, too, for myself. Um, Brings me to, like, the whole relationship thing. Like, I'm so good alone. So good alone. Oh my gosh. I can just remember the days now. Like, I'm so great alone. I am. I am. We all are. SBPD. And, and I guess that's an individual. So I'm saying I'm all great alone. Okay. Um, in the beginning, I'm peach. I'm a good, good, good girlfriend. Like, I'm like giving and trusting and I'm able to talk myself down from these thoughts that I have. And I'm like, no. And I convince myself. And then the guy just, snoop snaps the trust in half, and I'm like, fuck you, mother, and then it's on, 
why do I stay when I know it's going to be like horrible? I don't know. I can tell you because at that point, by the time I find out, I'm in love. And when BPD and Borderlands are in love, they're in love. You cannot fight that. So, um, I had made a podcast earlier um, regarding this that was more informative, I think, but it was also longer, and I was just reading. I don't think that's very authentic. Anybody can get online and read what I read. To capture the essence and live it, though, is a whole nother story, and I'm... That's what this is about. Real rawness, and I just want it to be that. I want to stick to that. Um, however, I am thinking about doing a change in this world here. Um, I'm kind of thinking, you guys, maybe... Like... Shoot. The, the category is great. Mental health and whatnot. But I'm thinking the theme should be more like just more um, general sense, more broad in. More like uh, survivors. I was thinking I want to touch base more with like, you know, my fans to be more like survivors. Like, obviously, my borderlines, guys, you are included because you are survivors too. Trust me. We are all survivors here. Everybody has a story, right? Everybody survived something in their lives. There's no degree on, like, severity or whatnot. Like, I mean, sure. Um, depending on what you've been through. Yeah. Uh, your mom telling you no candy when you were little because you might get a cavity. It's a little less traumatic than, you know, sexual abuse. But it doesn't matter, guys. We're here to support each other. It doesn't matter the pain we've been through. We've, also, we've all felt that pain. So let's be here. For each other. This is like a, a life AAA. <laughs> um, no, I just really want it to be. I really want to help. And I, I'm not, let's be real guys. I'm not going to get a degree in, in you know, psychology. And I'm not going to be a therapist. I'm not going to be licensed for it. I'm not going to do all that great stuff that, you know, normal people can do. I'm going to be me. And, you know, Another symptom is empathy, a shit ton of empathy, and I have that, and I have experience, and I have advice. Do as I say, not as I do, my friends. Please, please do as I say, not as I do. I'm like your guide on what not to do, so anything I say I did, don't do. <laughs> no, there I have, a, I have a couple of accomplishments, for sure. I'm, I'm, my son is number one, 100%, and it's in the worst, you know... You think it's, it, he's definitely the diamond in the rough, for sure. Um, he is my drug dealer's baby. Yeah. You guys do the math on that. <laughs> okay. I'm not proud. I'm not boasting either. Trust me. I am just saying what it is, and that's what it was. And now I have a beautiful little boy. I don't have a drug dealer, and life is better that way a hundred times better that way so good for me right a way to turn lemons into lemonade that was the best thing i could do sadly but greatly at the same time it's my silver lining for sure i love that kid so much 
He doesn't even know. He drives me fucking nuts, but I love him. So anyway, back to the point here. Sorry. I don't know if that's TMI, but I said we're going to be honest. We're going to be raw. We're here. We're doing this. Let's go. Let's get it. Okay? BPD in the workplace. I don't think it's a good idea unless you've got your shit figured out. Like, really, you got a grip on that shit because I just think my experience, me as my, uh, myself, I've been there and like, I guess I can't handle the constructive criticism, honestly. Like, I do manipulate, I do like not manipulate, but like, I like, it morphs into something else in my mind and it almost becomes more abusive to me. I feel like it hurts me even more. And because it could really, they can really knock you off your horse, guys. Like, I worked at McDonald's for like, I worked at two different McDonald's for like a month at a time. And that was my first job. And it was like the worst job for me. For me, not that McDonald's is a bad place to be employed at. I'm not saying that, guys. I'm just saying me as an individual i'm not that person like i'm not fast i'm like i'm so timid like one time oh my gosh guys i gave this girl she was pregnant and she ordered a large order and she got to the part where she wanted a big mac right and she's like do i want two do i want one and her son's like yeah you want one and so she said one, right? And so I like rang up her order and then she flipped out on me because she said that she wanted two. Okay. Customer's always right, I guess, but she was calling me a fucking cunt. I was a fucking bitch. Da, 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 da. Like I was like, I'm, I thought you only wanted one. Like, I'm sorry. Like I wasn't even combative. I was just like, dude, like you can get an extra big bag. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Flip the fuck out on me. Her son's like, calm down, mom, calm down. She's like, ah, she's pregnant. I get it. But she was really, I could cry right now just thinking about it. And I was 18 and it was just like the worst, the worst. And then going on to my relationships, went to an abusive relationship, been in abusive relationships for, I don't know how long, there's maybe like two or three guys I can think of that were not abusive. And um, so you already got that mentality built in nice in my brain, like I'm a loser, I'm worthless, you know, these thoughts, you know, they're sad and they're not a pity. I'm not, don't get me wrong. There's no pity party here. Okay. We don't do that here. I am just simply stating facts on how I was feeling. And that is how I felt. And that's how I feel sometimes still. I'm a loser. I'm incompetent. I'm stupid. I'm no good. I'm like only good at one thing. And if that, and I just, what am I going to do for this world? And now I have a kid. So that, that's like something like, oh my God, I'm a shitty mom. Like he deserves like the world and I can't give him that. And I'm not going to cry right now, but these are raw thoughts that I have had. And I'm sure, you know, I don't hope, but like, I'm sure I'm not the only one you know, to love their kid that much, to think, like, we're unworthy or undeserving because they're so great and they're such a blessing that we don't deserve it. But in reality, we do, right? So, you know, give yourself a fucking break. You deserve it. 
they can deal with it because you love them and nobody else is going to love them as much as you do. Okay? Buy them the world. They still won't have the kind of love a mother has for her child. Okay, so stop making me cry, guys. They suck. Oh, okay. Back to business. No more tears. And this is why the workplace is probably not a good idea for people with borderline personality disorder. You see how quick that all happened? I don't know if you guys realize, and I do on purpose either, but like a bunch of 360, not even like a 90 degree angle turn. It was like a 360, 360, 360. And I just like that all the time. And I do sympathize for my significant other kind of sort of, not really because it's kind of a dick, but like everybody else's, I guess. It is hard to deal with when somebody else has it and you have to be there for the ups and downs, literally ups and downs. And it's really a tough, a tough thing to hold on to. It's hard not to take things personal when you get personal and like, you get it, but that's for another day. Um, I hope I was able to stay on track because we're coming to an end here. All my other episodes have been like an hour. I guess they've been alright, but let's just keep this at 30 minutes because I ramble and rant and as you can see in the 30 minutes I've been talking, I haven't been able to stay on the one topic we have. I ventured out, which is okay because this is all a learning experience for us, right? Um, so guys... Don't, a little advice, just a little advice from me, me, I could be the queen BBD, <laughs> no, I'm joking, I can't, I'll be like the jester, <laughs> um, no, really though, like, a little bit of advice from somebody who's very experienced in BBD-ness, um, like I said, you as I say, and as I do, don't ever... take anything from anyone else so personal and I know it's hard to do really for anybody it's freaking hard to do but just know for one you can keep in mind how you lash out other people because I know you do because I do too keep in mind how personal that is from you to them you know like that one minute you're at it and then the next minute you know, you're like, okay again, and you find you really didn't mean what you said, and you're sorry, almost instantly, and it's hard, that's high word vomit to the max, but keep that in mind, and then think about that way, and aspect in terms of other people talking to you, and what they're saying to you, like, they don't mean it personally, they're not trying to bash you, or maybe they are, maybe they are, but when I say don't take it personal, even if they are personally like attacking you in your mind and soul and body and, and whatever know that they don't know you like you know you they don't know the truth and it's hard because we also lack he doesn't even know he drives me fucking nuts but i love him so anyway back to the point here sorry i don't know if that's tmi but i said we're gonna be honest we're gonna be raw we're here we're doing this let's go let's get it okay
BPD in the workplace, I don't think it's a good idea unless you've got your shit figured out. Like, really, you got a grip on that shit because I just think my experience, me as my, uh, myself, I've been there and like, I guess I can't handle the constructive criticism, honestly. Like, I do manipulate, I do like, not manipulate, but like, I like, it morphs into something else in my mind and it almost becomes more abusive to me. I feel like it hurts me even more. And because it could really, they can really knock you off your horse, guys. Like, I worked at McDonald's for like, I worked at two different McDonald's for like a month at a time. And that was my first job, and it was, like, the worst job for me. For me. Not that McDonald's is a bad place to be employed at. I'm not saying that, guys. I'm just saying, me as an individual, I'm not that person. Like, I'm not fast. I'm, like, I'm so timid. Like, one time, oh my gosh, guys, I gave this girl, she was pregnant, and she ordered a large order, and she got to the part where she wanted a Big Mac right and she's like do i want two do i want one and her son's like yeah you want one and so she said one right and so i like rang up her order and then she flipped out on me because she said that she wanted two okay customers always right i guess but she was calling me a fucking cunt i was a fucking bitch duh, duh, duh. like i was like I'm, i thought you only wanted one like i'm sorry like i wasn't even combative i was just like dude like i you get an extra Big Mac, it's fine, it's not a big deal. She flipped the fuck out on me, and her son's like, calm down, mom, calm down. She's like, ah, she's pregnant, I get it. But she was really, I could cry right now just thinking about it. And I was 18, and it was just like, the worst, the worst. And then going on to my relationships, went to an abusive relationship, been in an abusive relationships for... I don't know how long there's maybe like two or three guys I can think of that were not abusive. And um, so you already got that mentality built in nice in my brain. Like, I'm a loser. I'm worthless. You know, these thoughts, you know, they're sad and they're not a pity. I'm not, don't get me wrong, there's no pity party here, okay? We don't do that here. I am just simply stating facts on how I was feeling. And that is how I felt. And that's how I feel sometimes still. I'm a loser, I'm incompetent, I'm stupid, I'm no good, I'm, like, only good at one thing, and if that, and I just, what am I going to do for this world? And now I have a kid, so that, that's, like, something like, oh my god, I'm a shitty mom, like, he deserves, like, the world, and I can't give him that, and I'm not going to cry right now, but these are raw thoughts that I have had, and I'm sure... You know, I don't hope, but, like, I'm sure I'm not the only one, you know, to love their kid that much. To think, like, we're unworthy or undeserving because they're so great and they're such a blessing that we don't deserve it. But in reality, we do, right? So, you know, give yourself a fucking break. You deserve it. They can deal with it because you love them and nobody else is going to love them as much as you do. Right? by them the world they still won't have the kind of love a mother has for her child okay so stop making me cry guys
I suck. Oh, okay. Back to business. No more tears. And this is why the workplace is probably not a good idea for people with borderline personality disorder. You see how quick that all happened? I don't know if you guys realize, and I do on purpose either, but like, bunch of 360s, not even like a 90 degree angle turn, it was like a 360, 360, 360. And I just like that all the time. And I do sympathize for my significant other kind of sort of, not really, because it's kind of a dick, but like, everybody else's, I guess. It is hard to deal with when somebody else has it, and you have to be there for the ups and downs, literally ups and downs, and it's really a tough, a tough thing to hold on to. It's hard not to take this personal when you get personal, and like, I get it, but that's for another day. Um, I hope I was able to stay on track because we're coming to an end here. All my other episodes have been like an hour. I guess they've been alright, but let's just keep this at 30 minutes because I ramble on rant and as you can see in the 30 minutes I've been talking, I haven't been able to stay on the one topic we have. I ventured out, which is okay because this is all a learning experience for us, right? Um, so guys, don't a little advice just a little advice from me me i could be the queen bbd <laughs> no i'm joking i can't i'll be like the jester <laughs> um no really though like a little bit of advice from somebody who's very experienced in bbd this um like i said do as i say and as i do don't ever take anything from anyone else so personal and I know it's hard to do really for anybody it's freaking hard to do but just know for one you can keep in mind how you lash out other people because I know you do because I do too keep in mind how personal that is from you to them you know like that one minute you're at it and then the next minute you know, you're, like, okay again, and you find you really didn't mean what you said, and you're sorry, almost instantly, and it's hard. That's why I've heard vomit to the max, but keep that in mind, and then think about that way in an aspect in terms of other people talking to you, and what they're saying to you, like, they don't mean it personally, and they're not trying to bash you, or maybe they are, maybe they are, but when I say don't take it personal, even if they are personally like attacking you in your mind and soul and body and, and whatever know that they don't know you like you know you they don't know the truth and it's hard because we also lack hey guys it's vicky of course welcome to the podcast this is a podcast um acknowledging and spreading awareness for people with bpd borderline personality disorder it's um, it's a mental disorder, obviously, um, from people who st it stems from trauma, um, 
people have experienced in their young adult years or you know any any time actually um mainly younger years they've experienced trauma stems from that it's very understudied it's very complicated and it's very real <laughs> let me tell you it's like almost in comparison to bipo bipolar disorder but it's not exactly because at least people with borderline personality disorder um, i'm sorry with bipolar disorder they have i guess manic episodes and they have episodes where each um i guess mood swing can last for anywhere between 24 hours two days a week months even sometimes longer people with bpd are a little bit on a faster track than that okay we experience mood swings by the minute so like i could be cool with you one like right now everything's fine everything's great and then a minute can pass and i can be like oh wait i'm fucking mad like you know it's like that it's actually it's, it's like that and when we get set off when we get triggered when we get mad we tend to go zero to a hundred um you know we're just constantly bending i guess for ourselves so that's a little like a little little snippet of like what we're on um i don't expect you to have a mental illness or disorder for anybody wanting to learn more about it anybody wants to learn more about anything like you know mental health um anybody who wants to relate even i'm sure i can relate to like a normal person who doesn't have a disorder um obviously because disorders are just their symptoms of like what normal people have they're just kind of inflamed or like um exaggerated or aggravated if you will so that being said um i get a lot of questions like i don't know um well you have a mental illness is it extreme enough or does it count enough for you to get disability great question great question i have honestly wondered that like a thousand times because i've been interested because we're gonna talk about, we're gonna talk about people with um, our borderlines in the workplace okay borderlines in the workplace are who knows i don't know i've never really heard any story of anybody with borderline person maybe because i haven't i don't know i didn't look it up but like i did recently though so i have done my research um but in times before i've never heard of anybody um complaining about being fired because they have borderline personality disorder they're like oh you know this place i want to sue them because they wrongfully fired me because of my my disability i've never heard of anybody saying yeah i'm on disability because i have a mental illness i have borderline personality disorder i've never heard anybody say anything about borderline personality disorder ever right so I mean, if you have, like I said, this message line is always open, always into hearing it, like what you guys have to say and think and feel. And I would love it if like some interaction happened. That'd be really awesome for me. And for you, I would like to get your word out there too. Um, so yeah, so we're going to go ahead and talk about um, borderline personality disorder and the workplace. Um, how you guys feel? Do you feel like those who are diagnosed do you feel like you would be able to hold a job? Have you hold how have you held a job? Has it been easy? Do you like what are your trials and tribulations? Like, come on, let me know. Um, because I, as a borderline myself, have been extremely unsuccessful holding work. And it is not that I have, you know, I'm incompetent. I'm competent, thank you very much. And that is not the point. It is basically Okay, so people with borderline personality disorder here 
are um, or emotionally unstable, right? So that being said, us being emotionally unstable are um, expected to hold a are expected to hold a certain level of stableness at our workplace, right? You can't just go into work in tears or like fuming about something or mad or upset, whatever. Um, we're also kind of like taking time bombs as well because there's a lot of constructive criticism in the workplace. You can always improve, right? And there are also other people like, um, I don't know, co-workers who either are going to be judgmental, jealous, not jealous, but right, maybe helpful, um, sincere. You know, you can't really get personal. I don't think we're co-workers because I think that's just a recipe for disaster, in my opinion, my experience, but, 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 but. I have borderline personality disorder. So who's to say if my perception of that is really accurate, you know? Because what happens is us borderlines get employed, right? The interview's a breeze because we tend to be able to be charmers. Um, and the, we can, we're, we're able to um, fake it till we make it. We pretty much can wear the part they want us to play during the interview. And so we can pretend like we're experts and get in. Once we get in, we love our job. It's so great. We can't wait to do this and that. You know, Monday's going to be awesome. Nine to five it. Let's do it. We go. Okay, a month or two passes and shit gets real, right? You have um, your coworkers um, giving you advice left and right. Uh, your boss might want you to um, improve in some areas and aspects of the job that, you know, forgive yourself you know, you're new still. And if you're not doing something right, it could have been the training. You just could have not picked it up. It's okay. No worries. But at the time when we're approached and depending on the wording of the person who's talking to you, because they don't know you have BPD, I'm assuming you didn't tell them. Um, I didn't. And um, you get to yourself. You start thinking, I do at least. I can speak for myself. Um, I tend to get to myself. People with borderline personality disorder are known to um, either hold a grudge, get emotional, have angry outbursts. Um, they'll just leave for the day, I guess. I've never, I've left for the day once. Okay. Um, and then it turns into like this really awesome job, really great employee, co-workers, great boss, yada, yada, yada. It turns into like, um, they hate me. Uh, everybody's against me there. They want me to quit. Um... They're sabotaging me in whatever way and it goes south and then that's when we tend to lose our jobs we either get fired or quit because at work we either had a angry outburst or we're not applying ourselves because we're moping, sulking and moping and you know bringing our emotions in and um you know it's a roller coaster so that tends to be the biggest problem i've read about for people with bbd personal experience personal experience um, I tend to let my personal life get the best of me at work. I can't focus for the life of me. Um, I have a really hard time leaving my boyfriend at home alone. Um, for multiple reasons of my own. My own personal boundaries have been crossed. And I just feel like somehow I can prevent things from happening. And I can't. <sighs> Logically, I know that. But BPD me does not. <laughs> um, so I like to monitor things at home, I guess. And... And when I'm at work, I'm at home because I'm on my phone, texting, calling, um, watching videos. Like, I'm, like, not there. 
I'm not there. And then um, time flies, you know, you get your, your review back, um, your six-month evaluation. And before you know it, you're getting criticized for not being there. And so in my head, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm here every day. Like, what the heck? Like, are you kidding me? One of my employers said that I lied to them when I told them I was a fast learner. Oh, my gosh. I was in tears for the rest of the day. I was like, I was heartbroken. And that's like one of the worst things anybody could ever say to me. Like, I'm stupid. Like, I take it wrong. I'm my own worst critic. I know that. I, if someone says something to me like that, I like amplify it times a thousand. And at the same time, I'm tripping on my boy friend and I'm pretty sure he's cheating on me. So, and then not top that off, people with borderline personality disorder, here's a fun fact, we get overwhelmed really easily. Like, really easy. Everybody's different, granted, okay? I'll give you that, but let's say my son wants me to fix a toy of his. I'm fixing it. And then my boyfriend comes in and wants me to do the dishes. And I'm like, okay. And then the dog starts barking. Oh my gosh. This is it for me. Oh my gosh. I, this is too much. I can't take this. I cannot take this. And I'm like, fuck your dishes. Screw the toy. Dog, shut the fuck up. I'm in the bath like, and it's over, you know? It's over. One time, I was trying to vacuum because my son had made a mess on the floor. Full of crumbs, he's autistic. And um, they tend to do that. They tend to get the food everywhere but in the bowl in their mouth. So I'm about to vacuum, and my boyfriend loves vacuuming for some effing reason. Don't ask why. I have no idea. But he went to go vacuum. And, or I went to go vacuum, and he comes out. He can't vacuum at this time. It's like 1 o'clock in the morning. We have, we're upstairs in a two-story two apartment complex. So there's somebody, like, lowest living. You can't do that. It's too late. And, like, I never clean, guys. I never clean. I stopped cleaning because my boyfriend's a narcissist, and he's kind of, like, a perfectionist at the same time. He likes to clean. And so when he cleans, he likes to do things his way. And if I do it, he's just going to go back and do it all over again. It's really a headache. And so, um, I just lost it because I'm like, I'm trying to clean here, I'm trying to do something you've asked me to do for so long, and you're going to tell me I can't? I can't, I cannot? Okay, so I get mad, and I shut you not. I say, fuck you! And I fucking, like, threw the fucking vacuum, I didn't throw it at him, but, like, aggressively handed it to him, and I walked in the bathroom to the door, I was done. I was fuming. Time passes, like, an hour later, I hear the vacuum. Guys, are you fucking kidding me? I hear the vacuum. It's an hour later. An hour later. Which means when my late ass wanted to fucking do it an hour before, and it was too late. Oh, it's okay, guys. It's cool. He charged the other vacuum that's a little bit quieter than the other vacuum I was going to use, and that's okay. Now, just hearing that story, hearing me say it, does that not give you a headache? mine's throbbing right now. My life. <laughs> no, but, you know, things like that. So I can imagine the workplace, how that gets to be something we put, sign up for on disability, um, for sure. Uh, it definitely conflicts 
with it. Um, but there is hope, guys. There is light at the end of the tunnel because I've also read there are people who have worked on themselves enough to be able to control it and make it something they can do and they can work and they've got a grip on themselves and how they're going to act. Which I condone. Condone. I give kudos to you. Honestly. That's got to be so hard, especially depending on what field you're going to be in and the people you're dealing with. Oh my gosh. Good for you. That is a whole other level of self-control that I have not yet experienced, obviously. I'm still here, so. But when I was researching it, I was expecting to find more stories, like, of people having a hard time or not. And there's a surprise. There's not a lot. So if you guys would help me and my movement, that would be awesome. Share with me your stories. Send me some messages. Whatever you can do on here. I'm not quite sure exactly what you're allowed to do. But any kind of way to communicate to me your story. If you want, I can keep it anonymous. If you want, I'll say your name. It doesn't matter. Just let me know. I just, I just need some of us to stand up here for a second. And be proud of our BPD. Okay? It sucks. And it's crappy. And people need to give us a, some, a break. Alright? We've been through enough as it is. Because that's what got you here to begin with. So let's just come together and figure this out because I need to figure this out but my BPD tells me that I'm alone so <laughs> please uh, let's all be friends okay I'm sure gosh now I think about it could you imagine a friendship of people full of BPD <laughs> oh my goodness that would be very emotional and intense I would imagine People, oh my gosh. A whole group of, a whole gang of people with BPD. Hmm. Interesting thought, right? Very interesting. That's actually, like... Sorry, I had to drink that. Um, so, yeah. Um, would I... And I don't like, and I don't like working, honestly. Like, my kids all don't like working. I do like the payment, honestly. I do. I love getting paid, and I love knowing that I earned it. But I just don't like getting up to go earn it. You know, I just can't. But the energy, you know, that's brings me to this too for myself. Um, brings me to like whole relationship thing like i'm so good alone so good alone oh my gosh i can just remember the days now like i'm so great alone i am i am we all are sbpd and and i guess as an individual so i'm saying i'm all great alone okay um in the beginning i'm peach i'm a good good girlfriend like i'm like giving and trusting and i'm able to talk myself down from these thoughts that i have and I'm like, no, and I convince myself. And then the guy just whoop, snaps the trust in half. And I'm like, fuck you, mother. And then it's on. Why do I stay when I know it's going to be, like, horrible? I don't know. I can tell you. Because at that point, by the time I find out, I'm in love. And when BPD and Portland's are in love, they're in love. You cannot fight that. 
So um, I had made a podcast earlier um, regarding this that was more informative, I think, but it was also longer, and I was just reading not things that's very authentic. Anybody can get online and read what I read. To capture the essence and live it, though, is a whole nother story, and I'm... That's what this is about. Real rawness, and I just want it to be that. I want to stick to that. Um, however, I am thinking about doing a change in this world here. Um, I'm kind of thinking, you guys, maybe... Like... Shoot. The, the category is great mental health and whatnot, but I'm thinking the theme should be more like just more um, general sense, more broad and more like uh, survivors. I was thinking I want to touch base more with like, you know, my fans to be more like survivors. Like, obviously, my borderlines, guys, you are included because you are survivors too. Trust me. We are all survivors here. Everybody has a story, right? Everybody survived something in their lives. There's no degree on, like, severity or whatnot. Like, I mean, sure. Um, depending on what you've been through. Yeah. Uh, your mom telling you no candy when you were little because you might get a cavity. It's a little less traumatic than, you know, sexual abuse. But it doesn't matter, guys. We're here to support each other. It doesn't matter the pain we've been through. We've, also, we've all felt that pain. So let's be here for each other. This is like a, a life AAA. <laughs> um, no, I just really want it to be, I really want to help. And I, I'm not, let's be real guys. I'm not going to get a degree in, in, you know, psychology and I'm not going to be a therapist. I'm not going to be licensed for it. I'm not going to do all that great stuff that, you know, normal people can do. I'm going to be me and, you know, Another symptom is empathy, a shit ton of empathy, and I have that, and I have experience, and I have advice. Do as I say, not as I do, my friends. Please, please do as I say, not as I do. I'm like your guide on what not to do, so anything I say I did, don't do. <laughs> no, there I have, I have a couple of accomplishments, for sure. I'm, I'm, my son is number one, 100%, and it's in the worst, you know... You think it's it, he's definitely the diamond in the rough for sure um anyways i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i'll be back with more and you guys are awesome you try to keep your heads up try to keep your eyes on the prize and have a great week okay love you